Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. I'm Tyler Boudreau, an individual who likes films. And I'm Condra Boudreau, someone who generally fans about lots of things. I like how you use fans as a verb there. Okay, I... we're here talking about Minute 9 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Minute begins with Patrick Badger telling Foxy not to buy this tree. And it ends in Bean's Cider Lab. Condra, what have we got to start? So much, Tyler. So much things. <laughs> so all the things. All the things happen. This is such a packed minute. I love yeah. it. Where do I want to start? All right. Now I got to start with Badger, who gives an A-plus eye roll at Fox, something I've been wanting this whole movie so far. A-plus eye roll. He yes. does a little heave and eye roll, <sighs> and I'm like... That's how I feel about Mr. Fox all the time. <laughs> I'm sure that's how a lot of people feel. But, okay, so we've got Patrick Badger, real estate agent. Who no, lawyer. 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 Oh, not real estate. Uh, Weasel real estate agent. Okay, voiced by Bill Murray. All The hail. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful all Bill Murray. Hail. The Bill Murray who is kind of Wes Anderson's classic film actor. We, obviously, we've got Rushmore, we've got... Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Oh, he's in uh, Moonrise Kingdom as well. And he's briefly in Grand Budapest Hotel, although not a lot. He's just a smaller role. But yeah, definitely Bill Murray is kind of up there for Wes Anderson movies. And he's very highly billed in this movie, despite Badger's not being very prominent in this movie. I mean, he has a few quality moments. And I would like to correct you because I just looked this up because it sounded wrong me thinking about it afterward. His name is not Patrick, it is Clive. Why does he call him Patrick, then? I don't know. Fox calls him Patrick. I don't know. Well, we'll look into this. Well, what's interesting to me is, okay, Badger's telling Mr. Fox not to buy this house. And the very first line he says is, don't buy this house, Foxy. And then we get this nice zoom out from his face, so we kind of have Fox moves from a close-up of Badger to an over-the-shoulder shot from Fox to Badger, which I really like. And I like how he says, don't buy this house Foxy, because clearly they're familiar. Foxy. No, not Foxy, like, sexy. It's like Foxy, like, that's his nickname. I... Yeah, okay. Although he, Mr. Fox does quit look quite dapper sitting in that seat the shot of him is it's probably yeah. his best looking shot all film kind of yeah thing very so he's very classy and we've got a great like shot reverse shot of just their faces going back and forth and it follows the dialogue very wes anderson-y also there's a very very hard-working secretary in the background yeah. who was rocking that typewriter she had to push it back a couple yeah. times i was yeah, like man she, she is going fast. I don't so, think she's, she's not a badger, and I don't think she's a beaver because she's too light to be a beaver. Yeah, we'll learn later what she is, but, because okay. she does come in to play yeah. later. But, pointing her out now, hard-working female. Yes, we don't just have Mrs. Fox in this movie. Exactly. Alright, so, uh, Badger says, what, some money mumbo-jumbo, and he says that Mr. Fox is looking to move into a dangerous neighborhood. The most dangerous neighborhood for, for someone some of, of your type of species. Which is a weird way to put it. He could have just said species. Well, maybe he really wanted to emphasize boxes are in danger. Yeah, especially around these farmers. I mean, I, I guess any critter would be in danger. I mean, like, foxes, I guess around, like... like a bird farmers. Bird farms, yeah. Although, 
bean also does apples, but none of them are apple. Like, apples are not a big animal. Like, I would yeah, say horses. Trees, so. I'd say, like, horses are probably the biggest. Well, they're animal. not, like, they're not, like, garden, like, vegetables where, yeah. like, a, like, a groundhog is really going to get at those. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mr. Fox doesn't believe Badger about the farmers being dangerous. But he's sugarcoating it, man. Yeah, so Badger then goes into a very detailed description of these farmers. Which is great. All, all background with the lovely Boggus and Bunsen bean score. Oh, is it? I didn't even notice that. That is the Boggus, but yeah. Oh, I didn't even, like, I was I was so sucked in by Bill Murray's voice describing them and no. kind of the montage that we get of looking at these farmers one by one. Yeah. So let's kind of just go through them. Okay, they are, as, as he prefaces, they are the meanest nastiest and, and ugliest farmers, farmers. <laughs> what was it this, in the country in the country or this side of something i think uh, it was in the country possibly. i don't know yeah no but the the addition of ugliest it's like wow way yeah. to beat these three well one's down. fat one shorts one lean yeah those are ugly qualities i mean that's all based on a very loosely constructed social construct that dictates right and wrong not correctly contra i know i'm just kidding your whisper wasn't loud enough, Tyler. I don't think it was caught. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was loud enough. <laughs> All right, so we start with Bogus. Yes, who is quite large. Yes. He weighs the same as a small gorilla or a baby. Rhinoceros. Rhinoceros, I'm sorry. Which, <laughs> I don't know. And they show him on the scale, and he weighs 340 pounds. It's the sweetest little thing underneath the little uh, weight tracker. It has what his goal weight is. His target weight's 273, and he's at 340. And it's, like, so sad. <laughs> it makes me feel so bad for this man. Also, in his yard, when they, they first show him, and he's in the yard with his goons and um, the chickens. Goons. Well, I mean, that's kind of what they are. Well, so he's got chickens in the yard, because he's a chicken farmer. Possibly also, the most successful in the world. Yes. But he also has the beagle. You see the beagle. Okay. The beagle, which will come into play later in the movie. It was exciting. I like the uh, like the opening shots of the farmers is them standing in front of their houses. And it's like kind of just them posing. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing like you can do in a montage, but you like wouldn't normally get that like in real life. They're just posing in front of their house. I mean, it kind of reminds me of like when you look up someone's business on a website and it's got them like standing in front of their business. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, that's what it is. It's just, it's funny though, because they're standing there and then there's like other people in the background. Yeah. And it's just amusing to me. It's a good time. And so Bogus eats 12 chickens a day. No, per diem. Oh, sorry. Synonyms. Oh, well, I just think the fact that they include, like, it's just this little like, ah, oh, yes, I am a lawyer. Per diem. <laughs> I think what's interesting to me is that like, this is a really good way to describe how fat he is because he eats twelve because he eats twelve chick- chickens a day. And, like uh, looking at the meals, he had fried. Two of them seemed to be baked or roasted, and then one of them was skewered in some way, and it looked yeah. like there was some sort of soy or. Yeah, so he eats three chickens at sauce. breakfast, lunch, supper, and dessert, which why is a you, lot of chickens. Why would you have chicken for dessert? What about elevensies? And, and tea time? Do you think he knows about second breakfast? <gasps> I don't think he knows about second breakfast. <laughs> oh, that would be tra- that's tragic. I think a more efficient way for him to do it would probably just 
to eat 12 chickens like throughout the course of the day instead of eating three at each mealtime. I mean, well, think about it. These are not genetically, or they don't appear to be like genetically altered chickens the way like modern chickens are with like the oversized breasts because that's all anyone wants to eat. And so they're just like, and so if you have a traditionally sized chicken, they're kind of small. They don't, there's not a lot of meat on them. Yeah. I don't know. Trying to defend on. this poor man. He just wants to <laughs> lose I don't think weight. he deserves it. He just wants to lose weight. <laughs> I don't think he deserves it. He's a mean farmer. Oh, man. And you can tell because he's ugly. That's how kids' movies work. No, Nanny McPhee. Well, unless the point is for them to change. <laughs> or if it's Beauty and the Beast or something. <laughs> but that. usually it's streamlined, okay? Gaston is beautiful, though, and he's mean. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast is a good movie, so it's not. That's right. not exactly how it works. Okay, so Bogus... let me move on to Bunce, who is short in frame. Yes. Literally, um, he's short in the frame of the shot. Yes. Like where other people would like take up most of the screen, he takes up just a little bit. Just a little bit, and he's got his goons in the background, but this time there are no geese. But you can tell he's a goose farmer. Well, he's farmer. a duck and goose farmer. He's a duck and goose farmer, but you can tell he's at least a goose farmer. Because on his house, there are painted geese, as well as his face, which I think is fantastic. I think everyone should have a painting of their face on their house. Absolutely. It's just this beautiful, like, portrait. You would expect like, this, like, oh, to be hanging in the who wall. lives here? Oh, that guy. Well, that way, if someone else answers the door, you're like, something is not right You here. are not the proprietor of this house. That'd make my life Off so, with you. That would make my life so much easier when like people come to the door and they're like, are you head of house? And I'm like, no. Does that look like my face? No. You also look like a 12-year-old, so that it's is easy. True. Yeah. Bunce, uh, uh, and Bunce eats donuts. He eats donuts that are filled with geese livers. Tur- yeah, geese livers. Smashed up geese livers. Smashed up geese livers. Then that sounds disgusting. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that being all you eat. Like... What's up with, like, these guys just eating, like, the same thing every day? Like, eat some spaghetti every once in a while, honestly. I mean, they clearly love their product. Or, like, a meat pie or something. I don't know. Just, like, chill out, Bogus no. Bunsen Bean. Just don't buy any from Mrs. Lovett. Well, yes. Right. That would be a weird overlap. That would be a really great crossover. Any actress, any actors or actresses crossover from those films? Sweeney Todd and Fantastic Mr. Fox? I don't, I don't believe so. I don't think so. I don't know all the voices of Bogus Bunsen Bean, though. Yeah. I'm, yeah, not Alan Rickman or the Beale dude, so I guess not. But there are a lot of side characters in both that yeah. there might be some... Well, we'll I doubt this it. up later. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, but there's also so, the but, Angela Lansbury version that we have to take into consideration. Well, yeah, that's like the play, though. But, like... I'm talking about the movies. They came out in similar times. Whatever. Okay. Let's move on to Bean. Who is scary. No, wait. I want to say something more. Sorry, I have one more thing about Bunce. And then I'll let you finish your Fine. sentence. He sits on phone books. Oh, yeah. So cute. The table, to reach the table. And it gives uh, some places. Great, Great Harrisford. Harrisford and Windermere. So that's the first one is Great Harrisford. And then the second one is Windermere and Lesser Eaton Valley. I want to assume that they are in Lesser Eaton Valley, just like the way that the landscape is. Yes, very valley-like. It is very valley-like. <laughs> I feel like you're insulting me. I will just glare at you. All right, now you can go on to Bean. Bean is very scary. He's holding a gun and smoking a cigarette, which scary are two very intimidating A-F. things. 
He's also got like the brood, like the cocked eyebrow, and he's all gray tone. He's like snarling. And, like, yeah. And then there's Petey got, like, the... behind him with a banjo, and you're like, "This is so weird." You just have Scary Bean, and then like a dude behind him with a banjo. Who is Petey? That's all I really want to know yeah. in life. I love Petey, and we will get into Petey later. But like, he is included in this like opening shot of Bean, along with Bean's family, like his little son or. I always thought his son was in his teen years, but he's pretty small and not in it. Yeah. And then um, the scary lady he's married to. So, I mean, they are a match made, but like. Yeah, and you just got Petey, who's just like this dude. He, like, probably works at the farm or something, but he plays the banjo. Bean is so scary. He doesn't need goons. The other two have goons. But Bean is scary well, I feel like, enough. Well, he has goons. But yes, you just but don't you, see him in this. Yeah, picture. you don't see them in that opening shot, which I think is something. He doesn't need goons to look scary. Yes. Because he's really scary. Yeah. So, Bean invented his own type of turkey and apple. I sort the of understand. Stars on I it. sort of understand inventing your own apple because there's like different like. You can cross pollinate. Cross pollinate. But I, how do you invent your own turkey? Honestly, the way the tail feathers go. <laughs> Like a peacock, I would assume he crossed it somehow with the peacock. And you can do that because you can take genetics. Is that how we got a skunk ferret? Maybe that's how we got a skunk ferret. Ah. So. <laughs> um, but, I mean, if you play around, and they have such short lifespans, and you they breed fairly early, birds breed fairly early in their lives, or you can get them to breed early, you could take the genome and do it yourself and he's obviously a pretty smart fellow because he's a smart fella all right because he subsides a very strong cider yes he eats only a liquid diet of alcoholic cider yeah which is presumably made from his specific type of apples we'll get there we'll get there though because that's where the The minute minute ends he ma he makes uh, all right so we got this minute. We started with Badger, and then he just starts to describe the farmers. And you just get so absorbed in this other world. This is the first time we see the farmers, right? Yes. Which but is... we've already seen their names a couple times. Yeah, we saw their in names the poem, in the opening poem. In the poem, and then when Fox was in the tree, and he saw their three farms. Yeah. And we had that other farmer, the squab farmer. Yes. But this is our introduction to, like, the main antagonists of the film. Correct. If you consider them the antagonists and not Mr. Fox. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, well, that's the kind of the question. Is it a is it a man versus self, or a fox versus self, or is it fox versus man? Or man fox. Or is it skunk ferret versus <laughs> the status quo? Go skunk ferret! We will fight for you. I won't. Rude. My feelings on skunk ferret have been dead. Oh dear, we are in trouble now. We're gonna get a lot of haters now. We need um, listeners before we get haters. Oh, ow, that hurt. All right, anything else to mention in this minute? I would like to promote our Twitter account, but okay. we can do that. Are, are we done? Yeah, otherwise? We're, yeah, I'm done. Otherwise, okay. So we do have a Twitter account, so please follow us and share with your friends. Those of you listening. All four of you or so. Ah. We're working on it. We are Fantastic Minute uh, on Twitter. The handle is at Amateur Nerds. So, like, follow us there. 
We also have an email address, which is at or amateur nerds presents yep. at gmail.com if you want to send some suggestions along, or if you're really excited about a minute and want to share a comment with us, we'd love to talk yeah, about Yeah, we don't have there. a hotline or anything. No, so we're we not as fancy, but we're trying for you all. We are getting there. Yeah. Making progress. Just trying to put out a good show, y'all. All right, this is Tyler Boudreau. And I am Fondra. And we have been Fantastic Minute. I hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic!